Hey listeners, it's Abby, and I'm obsessed with Trader Joe's. Meet my new friend Pam, whose Instagram account is called Trader Joe's Across America. We dive into some of our favorite Trader Joe's foods, recipes, and all of the amazing artwork at all of the stores. Pam's been to almost 150 stores in 17 states. Here's to all my fellow Trader Joe's fans out there. Welcome to the Be Easy Podcast. Brought to you by your hosts, Carl and Abby O'Brien and Brendan Schuff. So sit back, relax, and be easy. <laughs> My husband and I are camp directors, and we've been at okay. a camp all week it's actually the one we met at 11 years ago so it's kind of like wow. our anniversary. and he's been like teaching sessions like in the room next door and i'll hear the reverb on it so uh, nice. so are you home or no yeah yep we just got home a week ago oh wow um, okay and intentionally because doing this conference on um our rv would have been impossible <laughs> so <laughs> Yeah, but I work in Plymouth meeting, and I'm not back at work work just yet because I'm going to um, get the second dose of the vaccine um, the end of this month, and then I'll start oh, resuming. Awesome. Yeah. That's cool. Nice. <laughs> yeah, have you been working remote, like, the whole time? Yeah. And more did before, any, I guess, right? Yeah, did any of you guys go to sleepaway camp growing up? That's my, like, actual job. Uh, wow. So I was a Boy Scout, so I spent probably eight years at summer camp. Um, camp Mincy? <laughs> Uh, no, I'm uh, Camp Horseshoe down in the Maryland Mason Dixon line of Maryland, PA. Big fan. I loved it. Yeah, I do Were a we week just time talking about it? That's such a shaping of life for sure. Yeah. Um, yeah. What was the one we were just talking about, Bear, that Jen goes to? I don't know. Oh, I, I remember that conversation, but yeah, I got nothing for My you. My sister used to go to one in Allentown every year. Oh, really? Jewish sleepaway camp. Okay. <laughs> uh, in Allentown, I can't. Well, Pine Mirror is like a Jewish sleepaway camp, but it has a lot of kids from Allentown. Hmm. Yeah, it was somewhere in that area. I forget. I just remember dropping her off. That's where I used to work. But I work at Camp Canadensis now, which Conshohocken School District rents us for a week. Um, But okay, is that pretty common for those kind of camps that were Jewish? No, (laughs) (laughs) no, (laughs) that they um, that schools do like a week because I think I did a week. I had like a sleepaway camp when I was in elementary school and my school did it for years. It was called Camp Anaba. And like every fifth grade class would go to Camp Anaba for like a week. Yes. I think the outdoor ed week at a lot of schools is popular. Like, okay. And you yeah. went, he went to Ridley high school. I don't know if they're oh, yeah. Ridley in Delaware County. Mm-mm. No, are, you, that are you from are you the, area? the area? Yeah, I was going to say you're from the area originally. No, but it's like the biggest compliment if someone thinks I'm from here because I'm originally from Long Island, which does not have the best things that you associate with a Long Islander. <laughs> you don't sound very Long Islandish. Thank you. I've been out for more than half my life now, so I've lost. It. I've been I, out. <laughs> <laughs> I work with a lot of people um, from Long Island, and and we have a couple friends from Long Island. Yeah. Don't I won't hold it against anybody if they're from I mean people who like know me really well will be like, You're from Long Island. I'm like that thank you. Thank you. <laughs> and I have I love Long Island best friends, lots of family yeah. still lives there. But yeah. um yeah. I went I've been here now for fifteen years, so it feels okay. Like- okay, so for a while. What brought you to this area? Work or school? 
work. Yeah. I like, I was going to move anywhere to be a camp director. Like it was always the dream job. I lived in New Orleans and I ran one at the JCC for a couple of years. Okay. Um, and then I moved here for sleepaway camp, which was always the dream job. And, um, yeah, I just, I really, I ended up liking Philly, but it's not what I initially. So what, what is it like a sleepaway camp? Cause you know, outside of like Boy Scouts, I didn't realize there was really that opportunity. What's Our the- kids come for seven weeks away from home, ages seven through 16. We're like a wow. well-rounded camp. So it's like every day has a little bit of outdoor adventure, a little bit of lake, a little bit of like sports and arts. It's like a mix of everything. And it is a real job. Like I do work all year. <laughs> just yeah. I'm, I always say I'm like the people who run the Macy's Day Parade don't just show up the day before. Like, right. All year. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, cool. Yeah. So I... I hire staff from around the world and I, um, you know, I travel a lot to different college campuses and Trader Joe's fits in with that and that's cool. plan all the programs. And I work, I'm like one of five people who work full time for the camp. Okay. Because most of the, I guess the other people are seasonal or considered seasonal, right? Yeah. Then we expand to 300 staff for the summer. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Holy shit. Yeah. We're 800 That's a people. lot. Wow. I always say we're like the smallest level of government is a summer camp because like we have to make rule like this year we have to make all these COVID policies, but like every year we have to like decide what everyone's going to eat, whatever activity is going to be. We have to make rules about cell phones and iPods right. and like all this junk. Like, yeah, we're like an 800 person town that comes together for seven weeks. <laughs> That's like a town, right? I was thinking you're like running a small city of children or yeah. teenagers. <laughs> Sounds did terrifying. Camp, did camp happen last summer or no? No, it was a bummer. Oh. But so we say every year is going to be the best summer ever. That's like our tagline. And so we're like, since we have to wait, it's going to be the bestest summer ever. It's like our yeah. goal for this year. I like to say things are the best ever too. I don't know why. Yeah. But I always say it's the best ever. Best ever. <laughs> but so we were discussing some Trader Joe things prior. And we were wondering, because I don't think any of us grew up with Trader Joe's. And now I'm like trying to think, was there a Trader Joe's in Long Island? There was. There so, oh, okay. yes. So, Trader Joe's started their expansion. I'm not like going to hit the dates exact, but Trader right. Joe's started their expansion in out of California in like the early 90s. And all they did was went to Arizona. Like, they didn't go very far, very fast. But they did happen to come to my hometown while I was in high school on Long Island in the late oh, 90s. Oh, wow. So, I got early exposure to Trader Joe's. Huh. Oh, so, I guess that was the first area in the north or northeast? I think technically they went to Boston first, but we were like really like within their like first year or two plan of opening because they like there's their mothership is in Monrovia, California, but like their outpost is Boston. So I think they started spreading from like the Boston area. Makes sense. Okay. That's kind of, I mean, to have one in your home. So you had, Peter Joe's was always available all the time. Yes. Yeah. Like the first time I went, it was like, what are all these products on the shelves? Why can't I get Fruit Loops or like whatever the normal (laughs) things you want are. And then I started like saying like, oh, I really like this thing. And then I realized like, oh, you can't get it other places. You have to go to Trader Joe's. And that's, I don't know. It all just like linked to my head as like very special because of, you know, what high school Pam wanted to snack on with her friends at a sleepover. (laughs) Yeah. I feel like that's that. The type of supermarket that you have definitely shapes the kind of foods that you eat when you're a kid. Because, like, I didn't even know Wegmans existed until a couple of years ago. I grew up going to Pathmark, which if I go to, like, a Pathmark and then I go to a Wegmans, it's like, to me, Wegmans is such 
a nicer supermarket. And I was like deprived of that for so long. I can't imagine my staple for supermarkets being Trader Joe's and then going to like other ones. Do you notice like a lack of, of grocery storeness when you're like going to a regular one now? It's weird because like obviously Trader Joe's keeps their product numbers really small because they right. focus on like only doing bestsellers and making an easy shopping experience for the customers. And then since everything's a good seller, they pass like the discounts on to the customers. Um, so like Trader Joe's only has 4,000-ish products in stock, whereas like a normal grocery store, it's like 25,000 stock keeping units that they have in stock. So when and on rare occasions where I go to a grocery store now, it is actually like overwhelming yet exciting to find like Uncrustables and like brand name <laughs> things. So like I'm actually at a point now where it's like the opposite. I prefer and love my Trader Joe's. 95% of our food comes from there. But every so often I'm like, oh my God, they've really expanded how many Pop-Tart flavors there are. <laughs> like, yeah. I love that reverse. I love that reverse. Wild. Coming from the other way. Yeah, I mean, like, because, yeah, growing up, like, Acme, Redner's, Giant, they're all the same. Yeah, I don't know what a Redner's is. But they're all the same. Uh, Weiss, uh, Shop, ShopRite, uh, they're all, all the same grocery store. And that's Would you all say... That Trader Joe's is probably currently the most famous of grocery stores. Ooh, I, I mean, I think like it has if we most... did survey says, you know what I mean, like where they yeah. do like bing bing. I think they're probably still really small compared to like how many acmes there are or something. Right. But you know what's interesting is so I took a grocery store management class in college and um, grocery stores are pretty regional. There's not that many coast to coast things. Just like you didn't know about Wegmans, that was like right. an upstate New York regional and down south everybody likes them. Bashas and Publix and Kroger. so yeah, Kroger is not up here, but it's there. So yeah. you know. I think the what's the most popular niche in my grocery store? You'd probably hear Walmart or something because there's not that yeah. many like national chains. That's true. true. Whole, Whole Foods has gotten, I feel like, a bigger name since Amazon's bought them. Like that. Yes. Yeah. But yeah, now, if you don't travel much, you don't realize that. Yeah. Like you know, Carl, somebody that hasn't traveled a lot when you were a kid, like that's right. what you knew. You just assumed that everyone had like the same grocery stores. Well, I'm trying to link like my super excitement for grocery stores. Cause I feel like I've, when I go to new ones, I'm like, what do they have here? Like, this doesn't look like my grocery store. Um, food lions coming to mind too. I remember the first time I saw food lion, you know, I was like, that's the coolest logo ever for a grocery store. Cool, it, is. it almost looks like it could be like a UK soccer league team. Yeah. Right. Like man, you, <laughs> man, you food giant lion. I would debate wearing it on a t-shirt. I wanted one. I remember the first time I saw it and I'm like, I'm a t-shirt maniac. I like everywhere. My wife always makes fun of me. Wherever we go places, I have to bring something home from it or like I don't, you know, and I have a hat problem and a t-shirt problem, but I remember wanting to buy, like asking them at the food line, like, Hey, do you guys sell t-shirts of your logo on it? They're like work staff shirts. And I was like, <laughs> yeah. You got to work there and earn your shirt. That's really funny. Oh. Um, camp directors often have t-shirt problems too. It's the same yeah. thing. Oh, well, I'm sure. on, our, on our travels, we have become sticker collectors just to have something okay. small, but I agree. Mm -hmm. I need proof that I like went somewhere. Yeah, that's cool. So Actually, when you were moving to ahead, for, your, for your dream job, um, was like having a Trader Joe's like a must on your list? <laughs> <laughs> um, that's such a good question. That's it a great wasn't question. 
It wasn't because I moved here 15 years ago and I moved from a Trader Joe's desert. Like Louisiana didn't have any stores at the time, but I how found did, it. Like, <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> so how did you survive? I was, it was really hard. You would go to Houston and like kind of stock up on all the things like New Orleans really didn't have a lot of chains when I lived there in like the early 2000s. So yeah. I would stock up. My mom would send me packages. But when I moved to Philly, the Trader Joe's had just opened, like, right before I moved here. And it was very exciting. I don't <laughs> like, think I I've been so- to that one. Have we been to that one? The Center City one? I, I was there once because I was in the city for something. And I Is walked it two floors? Place. No. Yeah. It's in the butt. There's actually two now. We got another one a year ago. Um, oh, well. It's not two floors, but it's um, it's got, like, a very small parking lot. It's in, like, a white apartment building. They, they must okay. Know, they must knew you were in town, so they're like, "We got to build a second one." It was really exciting. Yeah. Uh, truthfully, uh, so I mean, Carl and Abby already know, but I had my first Trader Joe's experience within the last month. Yeah, yeah. I know. We uh, sent them there. We sent them there because we it were was so excited. Yeah, my girlfriend uh, is a big fan of Trader Joe's. She recently found all found Aldi and then found Trader Joe's and was talking it up, talking it up. And, you know, again, and actually I came from my hometown grocery store was run by the Amish. It was called Farmer Brown. So the majority of my life, I was at a Mennonite Amish grocery store. So for me, it was like, it was definitely different. And uh, I was a fan. I mean, big lemonade guy and the lemonade there was unbelievable. The orange juice, unbelievable. Uh, The staff was so friendly. It was bright. Uh, they had very interesting things like, like you know, get a, a box of cookies like while you're buying broccoli right below it. It was just like it <laughs> I was do like I want to talk period. about that stuff. The product placements at Trader Joe's too. I feel like they are they know that you're gonna look in the areas where they're putting the good stuff, but then I also feel like sometimes they're hiding things. Like sometimes the really good ones might be like on one of those weird shelves in the front, like the frozen food section, and it's like in the corner, mm-hmm. and then like. Abby, like when I went the other day to do that run, and what's that thing that we like? The horseshoe, the horseshoe thing, the pastry. Oh, the Danish, the Kringle. Danish, the Kringle. Yeah, yeah. She tells me she because she when we had it, she's like, "This is so rare." She's like, "You have no idea." Like like back around the holiday season, we had one, and she was like, "Kringles don't show up." And I get into this Trader Joe's for like the first time in a while, and I'm at the Ardmore one, and I come around the corner, and there's like a hundred Kringles, and I'm like. I'm like, what do you do? I wanted to buy like 10 of them. I only bought one. By the way. They're so good. But which flavor? So there's like so much crinkle controversy because there's seasons to it and raspberry should be out now, but people in the groups are freaking out that pecan is still on the shelf. Yes. I have pecan. pecan. That's what we have. Maybe they they can't get rid of the pecan. That's why there were so many. (laughs) I like the pecan. my favorite. Yeah, almond is most people's favorites, but in a few weeks, raspberry will be on your shelves, and gotta try raspberry. Really? I feel like raspberry would be the best. What do you have there, chef? Some almonds, some dry roasted, unsalted almonds from Trader Joe's. Roasted almonds are bomb. Good, good taste, but like for the almonds and the nut section, the price is just impossible to beat. Like that's the other thing Abby always says about Trader Joe's. Yeah, my grocery bill, I leave there with like five, six bags. They can't even fit them on the cart, although they get really creative to fit them on the cart. But my grocery bill is $100 less than if I went to Whole Foods or somewhere else. Yeah. Amazing. But you're Without right. any coupons, no sales. Like I love that, that it's no coupons, though. And I'm coupons, buying good so. quality stuff, you know, fresh fruit that is already pre-sliced, and, and it's crazy. 
You know, and I, I, I don't know if it was just in my head or whatnot, but like we got ground beef, made tacos. They tasted better. We had chicken. <laughs> chicken breast tasted a little bit better than I get a giant. Shut and I went to giant the other day and I looked at the chicken and I was like, I'm not getting it. I'm not getting it. And I didn't get it. So I, again, maybe in my head, I don't know, but the meat and the vegetables were both you know, I was impressed. Um, had a very quick conversion to the Trader yeah. Joe's lifestyle. I haven't been back yet, but, you know, that's also because I'm a little thick skulled and, and stuck in my ways, but uh, I'm trying. I'm actively trying to make my way back uh, to, the, to Mr. Joe himself. You got to do it every other, Shop. That's what we kind of do. You do every other so that you can get some of the normal stuff and then you can also get the Trader Joe's. Yeah, when I first started to go, it drove you nuts, Carl, that they didn't have the regular things that you were getting. <laughs> I had to adapt. I would come home with kettle cooked chips or whatever it is. He was like, oh, maybe the Trader Joe's brand is better. You know, it took <laughs> you some time to convert. I definitely took me time, but I'm full blown. I, I want to talk some about your travels before we go full blown. Yeah, and how many stores you've been to. And right, wild. And how did that start? What was like your your inspiration for that? You guys will love this. It actually started because of the Trader Joe's podcast. I don't know if you. Oh my god! Yeah, I I think early when we were looking at it, I listened to two or three of them first, and then I was like, "There's got to be crazy amount of fans of this." And then like that's we spawned it off. It's great, you know. Trader Joe's does like no advertising, so like they're you know. They're just like kind of a quiet company, but they came out with the podcast about a year and a half ago. And um, I was listening to it and I was able to like, you know, binge listen five episodes in a row. And on my next trip to the story, just like appreciated things differently that they had talked about in the episode. And I just around that time, like the new store was opening in my neighborhood and like going in and seeing all the art and things that like represented the community of Philly so well. Like for instance, you guys know the zoo in Philadelphia has those like tunnels that like the animals walk over you. So yep. over our bakery section in the new store, it's like a tunnel <laughs> um, system of the Philadelphia Zoo. But the animals, as you go through the tunnel, are changing into animal crackers. And it's like, <laughs> so everything's like so cute and so smart. As you leave, there's like a big Rocky statue, but he's holding like two Trader Joe's bags and it says thank you instead of Rocky. And <laughs> every store has like all those personal little touches and I love to travel anyway um we we don't just like we prefer national parks but we also like seeing cities and we just felt like Trader Joe's are probably going to be in the best part of the city that we would like would want to see anyway um and yeah just kind of sprung out of like this new love I had for the company and a love for travel and I was able to like combine them both I wouldn't go if they were all like targets and not going to be unique and special But so many of them are in interesting architecture, architecturally buildings, you know, that get repurposed or, um, yeah, they've just all been, they've all been special. And there are times where I'm like, do I really want to see the Trader Joe's in Tulsa, <laughs> you know, or somewhere <laughs> like, you know, kind of like, do I want to go out of my way and do it? But literally anytime I pull into a parking lot to do a Trader Joe's trip, I'm like, my heart rate gets up. Like I'm excited. I feel like I'm unwrapping a present when I walk into a new store and I just checked my total account right now is at 144 out of 530 stores. Wow. <laughs> That's a lot. Do you I get think do you, like three? <laughs> three. No, I was just, we went through the PA ones. I think we've been to yeah. a lot of them. A few. Yeah. Yeah. But, um, incredible. do, do you like buy the same thing at every one or do you try to, what do you get when you do a visit? Well, Trader Joe's, if you're listening, I have never gone to a store without making a purchase. I 
always make a purchase. I'll always okay. buy something. Um, even when I don't need something, I will still buy. And then a lot of stores allow you to like donate what you purchased, um, oh, okay. and food and stuff. But I, um, yeah, I get different things. Like I'm, I'm usually just doing my grocery shop and the things that are on my list, but the section you have to go to and go to a store is the new section. And I don't think a lot of stores have this, but since Trader Joe's is constantly making space on its shelf for new products to come in, they have a shelf that's got all the new items like arranged for you. So I'll usually go straight there and see like what has recently come in. And if it's like refrigerated or frozen stuff, they'll usually have pictures of it like up on a bulletin board. So you can like go find them right. in your spot around the store. And wow. it's, they have different foods regionally too, right? Like some of the Trader Joe's out West has different foods than the ones on the East coast. A tiny bit, not as much as maybe me as someone who travels everywhere would hope. Uh, right. You know, most of the things are available everywhere, but there's some different produce items or floral section items that, like, only come into California. Um, there was the cutest, like, pineapple plant last year. Like, a pineapple was, like, growing, and it was, like, this little baby pineapple, and you get to grow <laughs> bigger and bigger. And only the West Coast stores had it for, like, a half a year until it finally could come for, like, Pennsylvania distribution. There's there's a couple of, like, fresh lunch items that might only be California. Right, Okay. Yeah, and then there's some stores where things just like aren't as popular. So even if it's sold out in Georgia, it might still be in Texas um, for a little while longer. And we were talking too a little bit before about the wine situation as well, Um, because I think a lot of people too, what we you know we're reading and looking um, is we're you know brought to them by some of the wines they used to sell. Um, What's the one? The Two Buck Chuck was like one of the first. Mm -hmm. I, I wonder. Do you guys think they'll uh, start in PA now that grocery stores are doing wine? I'm surprised they haven't yet. Good point. It's like right? a lot of stores renovated, like my Whole Foods renovated for wine and beer. Mm-hmm. I I hope they will. I think that it's a really big seller for a lot of places. But the thing that's going against us maybe is that our distribution center serves New Jersey, which also has these weird alcohol rules. Like That's true. What, Jersey back to groceries, back like that. Yeah, if you, like, open up a chain in Jersey, only two of your sites can have alcohol. So, like, the Princeton store and the Westfield store have it. But maybe it's just not, like, widely distributed enough in our, like, area that they're pushing for it because they can't sell in Jersey. Maybe. Have you tried yeah. the wines? I've had a few. I'm not such a big drinker. But, um, yeah, my husband really loves the beer. And that's another thing. That I is heard totally, that, too. Yeah, totally that they beer. Really? It's totally regional. Well, like... They have their Trader Joe's brands that are available everywhere, but they do such an awesome job. Like as we were traveling, the, whatever the six biggest like local breweries are, they would have so many different. Oh, they options. do like collabs and stuff with them too. I think I saw. Yes, and everything, even if it's in like a six pack or a ten pack, like you can open up anything and just take a single from any pack. Really? Yeah, yeah. I read that. There's it's like this fun there. BuzzFeed article where it's like twenty facts that you wouldn't know about Trader Joe's. And that's like one of the facts. Well, the other big thing we were talking about too, and I love on your Instagram, by the way, all the the like highlights that you have for like all the different art and the bags and all the different stuff. When, when did, when did they start doing the murals in every Trader Joe's? And is there one in every Trader Joe's? So 
every Trader Joe's has art for sure. There's like lots of art in every store. But I, I'm not sure if you're talking about like the welcome to like. Yeah, that's what I mean. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. I'm like disappointed now if I go somewhere and they don't have one of those like welcome to Westfield or something. I don't know who or how that started. I don't know the origin of it. But for me, it's like that collecting, that collector side of you that wants a t-shirt everywhere. Like I want the picture at all the places that like prove I've been there. So if somebody doesn't have it in their store, I'm always like a little down. Yeah, I feel like awesome. that's what kind of drew me to your account in a way because I'm I'm an artist for a living and I love art but every time I go to Trader Joe's there's so much to look at they stack the shelves you know top to bottom you know like like chef said on top of the freezer section when you're buying veggies you can buy candy like it's, <laughs> there's so much to absorb that I feel like I've never stopped and looked around and appreciated all these signs that they do and how they even spotlight their team members and their crew members and their favorite products and there's some incredible artwork and it's pretty consistent, like store to store, the style of the art. Um, it was, and that's, I loved it. I don't know. Just seeing that on your account. Do you know, every store has about four star store artists. Really? Four people. I was wondering. Because they come in, because they change the, the chalkboards probably all the time yeah. too, right? Yeah. They're always making new things. Um, you know, even every like sign is a handwritten sign that says how much the price of stuff is or um, product. Yeah. Yeah. So like, I mean, it is a job that comes with full health benefits and I mean, what better could, you know, could you do as an artist in most cases than to be able to like work at Trader Joe's such a dream wow. job. Um, sometimes they do help with like stocking shelves and the store artists will like help in the store as well. But every store has a minimum of two artists. That's what I thought you meant. Like they were like stocking shelves and then going and they're also an artist that was, you know, put painting the murals. I'll tell you my experience. I didn't like f- focus on the artwork. But thinking back, it certainly caught my eye and drew my attention in because uh, it was a very bright store. It was the one in Ardmore or Wayne. And yeah. uh, it was very bright. There's a bunch of yellows and oranges. And I noticed like artwork. And it, it The Ardmore store yeah. is an example of like a themed store. Like it's got yeah. a train station theme being in Suburban Square and the station being close by. It's got like tons of trains when you start paying attention. But that's totally normal that most people do. 99% of the people do not pay attention to the art. So besides Abby, a lot of my followers are store artists because they get excited that I like pay attention. They get inspired by the ideas that they see from the other store. So most of the time, if I'm recognized in a store, it's by somebody who's the store artist because they've been following That's my cool. account. Um, and um, yeah, like they don't get that much appreciation. Most people are just buying groceries. They're not like in an art gallery. So Have you met some of the artists? Oh, yeah, definitely. I in any store where I've like met um, somebody who's recognized me, they're usually the artist of the store. Um, or um, sometimes yeah, you're, a like fam- you're famous walking into Trader Joe's. <laughs> Click on I that mean, link. This is crazy. Here, hold on. It's maybe happened like it's happened less than a dozen times, but it is really very like ex- it's a shot of excitement when it happens. Of course, Chef um, was saying, "I wonder if they know our name when she goes to Trader Joe's." And me and Abby were both like, "I bet they do at her local Trader Joe's." Well, you guys are maybe the first person I'm linking my like strange passion for Trader Joe's oh, with I my actual that. like name and career. I've tried to keep <laughs> it you're... separate. I've like 
I call my husband like the hugs, like I don't give out his name. So I've, I've kept a little anonymous, but people do say like, your Trader Joe's across America, even with like the mask on and sunglasses. I think it's also because I'm like in their store taking pictures of things that nobody's taking pictures of. Right, right, right. So it starts yeah. to like send off like an alarm bell, like why is she taking a picture of our That wife? might set some, yeah, some alarm yeah. <laughs> Why is she taking a picture of our That's fun though. I, I feel like that's that's got to add to the, the fun and the passion of it, right? Like, cause you're, people are recognizing your work and it's always fun to like link up with people that are into it, you know? Yeah. And usually Dave gets like a, you know, store t-shirt out of it or something. I, Cause they're like, here's something that, you know, I did. I'm a bit, again, with the t-shirts I was looking, when I was looking earlier too, I saw there was like a guy, this one guy has like a collection of Trader Joe's t-shirts. It's like all the way back to like the, the like late eight or early eighties or something. And it was like every shirt, from every year, he's been like collecting them and trying and to get them. Do you have a collection of bags? Yes. That's the other thing I wanted to ask about because it looks like you get them in like packs. Do they release like a season of bags every year? It's usually a holiday item, and they didn't do it this year. So oh. such a letdown. But wow. they usually release like a, a mystery. It's like wrapped in brown paper, so you can't tell what's in it. But you get a collection of three bags, and it feels like. You know, I'm sure like LOL surprise dolls, like it's that whole right. type of thing of like, what's in it? Um, that's yeah. exciting. But also like there's function and it kind of feels like you're traveling when you open them. So I was really bummed that they didn't do them this year. Um, but if I, as I went around store to store, if they would have a state bag, like Alabama had a state bag, South Carolina had a state bag. Um, if I were like engaged in talking with like the store captain or someone, they would always throw in like a oh, welcome to that you know and kind of oh, that's cool give you a one dollar gift so i've gotten a few of those and dave's dave's gotten two t-shirts and that's pretty much our full haul of things from trader joe's at this <laughs> Did you say store captain yes so trader joe's goes with like kind of a boat nautical theme so the like ceo or like manager of the store is called the captain oh cool that's a funny uh, little piece of knowledge right there. <laughs> well, you can definitely tell that the the I bet the culture there. If you're oh, working the there, are like yeah, the happiest people. Right. I mean, everybody is happy, and everybody wants to talk to you and say hi to you, and you know, ask what how your day was and what you're doing, and they're very nice. And I also think they're probably like the most efficient baggers I've ever seen in my life, and you don't really get that. Uh, like aggressive baggingness anymore. It reminds me of like supermarket sweep when they're like really like bagging it up. But um, do you do you know the people at your store though? I I, knew, we, I said we said it, but you didn't answer. Like, do you like know? Oh, that's Joe. Like I saw him last time I was here. Or not really. No, sadly, I think it's maybe I'll chalk it up to the fact that it's because I travel so much that I'm not right. like, at my store every week on Saturday or something like right. that. Right. Um, but yeah. And also my store just opened a year ago and it's been pandemic. That's and, true. But yeah. I do, that's like, it's my aspiration though, is to like be on that level where <laughs> I know a bunch of them. Um, and I don't, I would like that to happen. Hopefully it will. You have some <laughs> favorite stores you visited? Whether yeah, that's a good question. Or a great story that happened. Yeah. Okay. So um, one 
close to all of us is um, the store in Media, Pennsylvania is like a really special store. Um, it's in this old armory. It is a nightmare to shop on a Saturday or a Sunday, so don't go then. But um, yeah. it's a really cute small store. So that's a special one to be able to shop. I'm trying to think the very first store where I was recognized by somebody, it will always be a special one. It's close to my parents' house in Paradise Valley, Arizona. She was just the sweetest store captain. Um, and it was like the first real conversation I had with somebody who'd been with the company for a long time and something so cool that I that she started telling me about is like her husband works for the company and they met at a store a number of years ago and the amount of like relationships that come together through working at the store and like the amount of families and babies are like because of Trader Joe's is like such a special thing I'm sure that happens in all workplaces but probably not to the level of you know this store that just hires happy good people then you're working and becoming friends with happy good people and then you get married to you feel like your best self and you get married to them it's you know such just a cool special thing my one experience they were so nice like my uh you know kim even said we get to line uh to the uh cashier she goes yeah this is his first experience and the first time do they not have trader he was so confused that i've never been to a trader joe's before and he's like are they not around you and i was like no i just i never heard of it you know because i guess because they don't market you know they don't they're not really marketing themselves it's by word of mouth and you know, I just, I'm a giant, a giant guy, you know, and um, so I never really heard of it, truthfully. I mean, uh, and, and it was, they, he was so nice. Did he though. give you a, did he give you a lowdown? I feel like sometimes I'll drop like, the Trader Joe's story on you. To I mean, be he, like, he went above well, and we beyond. Then. Yeah. He went above and beyond asking questions, my experience and whatnot. He didn't really right. get history or anything <laughs> like that. It was a busier Saturday. Although right now with how, with COVID and all the policy. Yeah. Uh, although we, you know, waiting in the line for some time, as Abby noted, uh, it's kind of nice. It's well, there's something nice. cathartic about the process now. I feel like if you have the time to like wait, put some tunes in, or like again listen to a podcast, like, and then you're not jammed up in the store. Yes. I used to feel scared to go to Trader Joe's because things move fast in Trader Joe's and people move fast. Oh, but yeah. now that there's like enough space, I felt really comfortable the last time I went. To like walk around, meander, like look at different things, go down the same aisle twice. I wonder if that's like a luxury type of uh, shopping situation that they would keep at some point. I wonder. I think they've handled the pandemic like very well. Yeah. I just never worried. I mean, I've gone to 80 stores since the pandemic happened and I never once felt worried about going in. I just felt like there was, you know, great mask compliance and there was always like sanitizer at the front. I felt like the cart I picked up and spacing in the aisles, everything had been thought of and just yeah. felt so comfortable. And it is kind of nice that you haven't like, you know, felt that competitive shopping or like cart to cart <laughs> packed action. I wonder, I wonder how they'll continue to do it because I don't mind a 10, 15 minute wait outside, especially on a nice weather day to get the more pleasant inside. Yeah, you know? I would definitely I'm, take that. I'm nervous between that and my first experience at, I went to Disney world recently and there's like <laughs> nobody there and be, I, I somewhat enjoyed it, but like that at full capacity or a Trader Joe's at full capacity, I don't know if I could handle it because I can only envision like all the pros in there that know. Oh, yeah, snake it. Like, yeah. They're all going around and I'd be like a lost deer. Yeah. Let's talk about that a little bit, the products, because there's definitely like, and I was asking Abby earlier, how do you find out about them? Like, when do you know if they're launching and, and like 
how do you know if they're in our store or, or whatever? And she was saying, and I heard you say it earlier, there's a lot of these groups, yeah. like these groups. I, I was reading something the other day about it. Like, do you think that there's Trader Joe's people like leaking things into the groups to help spread it? That's an interesting question. I, I don't think they need to. I think they have such fanatics, like supporters of the brand who are just paying attention to the, you know, blog and all the things, not blog, sorry, podcasts and things that are out there. And somebody goes to a store, sees something new, they can't wait to be the one who shared it and have the post that's got like a couple hundred likes on it. Um, Abby, are you and Trader Joe's Meals ideas for busy moms on, on Facebook? Facebook? Yes, that's where I get all my inspiration. <laughs> right? It's like people in there are so excited to be like, I found this flower pot. That's a bunny. You know, it's like right. they can't wait to be the first one who like. And there's like 30 posts a day in this group. I try to tell Carl. <laughs> yes. I posted about my lunch in there this week because I like went out of my way to make a pretty lunch with um, my normal ingredients. Um, and, you know, yeah, it feels good when like somebody else post later in the day oh thanks I made it for dinner and it's like it's yeah. just it's just the greatest community on the internet it really is it really is and it's so fun too recently I was checking out um with the cauliflower Mexican rice a couple weeks ago or in the last couple months and the cashier was like this came out yesterday I haven't even had this and I was like yes <laughs> I felt so special <laughs> It's, it's, yeah, it's like it appeals to the collector and somebody or like, you know, um, hot chocolate snowmen were like such a popular item a couple of, you know, months ago. And it's the kind of thing where it's like if you get into a store and you see it, it's like you just feel like you've achieved something. I don't know. It was the jangle. I mean, that's the jingle not jangle. That's what I was thinking of. The jingle yeah. jangle. Yeah. yeah. Unpopular opinion here. Not a jingle jangle fan. Really? Don't even know don't, what a jingle jangle is, but I don't like caramel covered. I don't like caramel popcorn, and then care. the chocolate is just not as good as some of the other chocolate things. And it's like seventy percent caramel popcorn, so I get that it's I not. It's not great in the teeth. It's not great in the teeth. You know? I didn't buy it this year, and Carl gave me a lot of shit. But they had so many other things <laughs> I wanted to try at Christmas time, and that's so I feel like I bought other stuff this year. I don't know. Yeah, the holiday season items are, like, so fun. The seasonal stuff is crazy. But what I was getting at, too, I mean, do they do other marketing? Like, I, you don't see a Trader Joe's, like, commercial anywhere. No, they don't. And, like, the most popular Trader Joe's Instagram accounts, because I, when I started my Instagram account for Trader Joe's, I only followed other Trader Joe's Instagram accounts. Okay. So like, I have a whole feed that's just 100 people who dedicated their social the Trader media. Trader Joe's, right. Um, and the most popular one, probably Trader Joe's List. She's not connected with the company. I don't think they've ever reached out to her. Like, they really just don't. I don't want to say care because it sounds rude, but like they, they're just not bothered by what people out there are saying or doing. They're just really like they have their own internal compass on what they're going to do. And they just. Some, some of the coolest, best, like, you know, famous people out there don't care. And that's what makes them cool, you know? And that's what it's makes true. Like, like Elon Musk, like he doesn't want to be famous. He's a, he's a businessman that wants to go to Mars. You know? Are you saying that Trader Joe's is the Elon Musk of grocery stores? I mean, it's a weird, it's a, an analogy I threw out there, I suppose. <laughs> I drive my Tesla to my. Oh, uh, there you go. There is both. No, but it's like you know, like they're they're not in it for the fame, or they're not in it to like you know, they're just in it for great products and and great service and just you know. I feel like you're not going to go back to Giant, money, but um, 
I don't know. That's your attitude, bud. I feel like you're aligning yourself with the store. It sounds I'm, like the I'm store a fan. has a, has a, a similar fan. life goal that you do. And again, uh, the lemonade and orange juice are enough alone yeah. to get me back there. I promise Chef, you. Did you did you try the tangerine juice? I did not. Even I saw better. that. Is it really good? It's like even better. Than I mean, I will juice. try it. Yeah. yeah I'm, I'm down, but I'll also get the lemonade. The orange juice, I'll, I'll replace the orange juice with <laughs> tangerine juice and then we also oh my goodness we made the blondie like uh dessert what's that it's like a cookie uh mix wow i had it we've had it yeah i have it's like a brownie on the bottom and a cookie on the top like the brookie yeah yeah right i think you might be talking about two different things the brookie's already made but i think Maybe you you baked it at home like that, Duncan I, Hines. Okay. Yeah, I baked it in a little nine by nine. You know. Yeah, there's okay. like a blondie mix. I did not bake, and it was insanely good. Yeah. <laughs> oh, the yeah. brookies are amazing. Brookies. I haven't tried this yet, but people have been putting them in their air fryers, and Ooh. apparently they're like better. What? Yeah. So let's talk about that. Is is there like a, a community of Trader Joe's only like meal people? So I know you guys said the name of the Facebook is Meal Something, but are there like Trader Joe's foodie accounts where they're only creating with Trader Joe's products. Absolutely. Yeah. What are some of our, or what are some of your favorite dishes? And I know Abby's probably got some too. <laughs> so, okay. I don't like to cook, which is why okay. Trader Joe's is so good for me. I don't want, I want things pretty much ready to be assembled out of my fridge okay. freezer, but I want to eat at home. So I really like the gyoza dumplings and something that like stops me from ordering Chinese food because it's like I can make it cheaper, better, healthier, Mm -hmm. and faster in my own fridge. So that's always around. My husband, who's a meat eater, he like always has the chicken tenders around. Tonight we made um, caprese salads with um, chicken tenders for him and mozzarella sticks for me. And it's like (laughs) just, it's so easy. The pre-sliced mozzarella, I don't even have to take my knife out to like have a caprese salad, you know, because I use the bruschetta and they've got two kinds. They've got fresh or they've got from the jar. When we used to have sample stations and RIP sample stations, I don't know if they're going to come back. Maybe they'll get robot arms or something where they just like don't. (sighs) Touch. like when we were like the candy when we were giving candy to kids on halloween and we were like shooting it down a pipe or like placing <laughs> it <laughs> no, they have they'll come up with, they have to come up with something yeah, I bet. yeah. but you know what now i'll say like to me the pandemic's over when the demo station reopens that's gonna be <laughs> That's a great saying. Yeah. I think so that I used to get great recipe ideas from there. Yeah. And one of like the, my favorites is this, they have steamed ready lentils. They're good for six months in your fridge. Um, so it's such a convenient, easy item, high protein, healthy. Um, so they mix that with their bruschetta from the can and feta cheese, another like really long lasting item. I don't know. Those three ingredients to me on their own don't sound so amazing. Together, it's like magic. So that's a really regular recipe for us. I have to try that. And I actually have the lentils. You're I just about. saw them in the fridge when I was making dinner yeah. earlier. And I got them because I love their vegetable lentil soup that comes in the box. And so I thought, good. maybe I'll remake this myself. But that actually sounds better, what you're making. The lentils are, like, so easy to, like, throw into a bunch of different things, too. I don't know what lentils are. I had to Google them. <laughs> I think they're, you know, it's like bean adjacent, lagunum adjacent, yeah. but yeah. it's something that's like such a pain to make and cook. And then they just have them like ready, no ingredients added. It's not like there's some strange chemical. Because they're whatever. hard to cook, right? To get them just right or whatever. Mm-hmm. 
And there's, there's been a lot of Friday or Saturday nights in the pandemic where we want takeout, but we'll do what we call appetizer night. So I'll go to the frozen section and we'll buy what I call party dogs, which are little hot dogs wrapped and, you know, some of the bites and or pretzels. They have great appetizers. Or we did the fried ravioli, whatever. And we'll just do, we'll make up a couple things and we'll do appetizer night. And it's like. We do that with you too. We have, we call it happy hour. (laughs) 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 But the pastry pops are like probably my husband's favorite, favorite. Those like hot dog, mini hot dog things. But yeah, it's great. And that section is a category that's like gotten better. The bread and ravioli you just mentioned, like that is a new item. Um, yeah. They've got great dips too, which I feel like go with appetizers. <laughs> Let, let's hear about the desserts because I didn't make my way over to that section. There's a lot of cool dessert shop. I love those miniature ice cream cones. They're incredible. I was, uh, you took the words out of my mouth. Hold the cones. <laughs> They're, it's best. I didn't and know. The ice cream sandwiches are legit. Yeah. And I have this problem where I take one of them and I put peanut butter all the way around so you don't see the ice cream and then I eat it. It's like really bad for you. But it's so good. It's one of those ones, Chef, where the cookie's always still mushy. Like, it never feels frozen. It's always soft. Carl, peanut butter's great for you. I don't know what you're talking about here. (laughs) The sublime, sublime ice cream sandwiches. Those are unreal. Is there a bake section, like cookies and stuff? Yeah, yeah. uh, Over in the bakery section where breads are, they have the brookie that we were talking about, which is like a layer of cookie, layer of brownie. Um, They do have a lot of cookies. I haven't gotten too much into it because I have a 10-year-old niece who is like the world's greatest mini chef. Um, So if I'm going to eat desserts, I'll usually go with hers. hers? um, (laughs) I do like a lot of the frozen section for desserts mostly. Like what we were talking about, the hold the cone mini ice creams. Like the serving size is three ice cream cones. Like it's so luxurious to be able to have like yeah, three well, of them. Or wow. Have you had the mint chocolate chip little sandwiches too? I know people love them, God, but mint and chocolate, one. mint and chocolate, like I, my brain is like, is this supposed uh, to be like toothpaste or dessert? Oh, uh, like? that's such a shame. <laughs> it's like one of my favorites. That's Abby's favorite. I, I don't love it either. But it's like cilantro. You either love it or hate it. Yeah, I've definitely yeah. had a shamrock shake this season. So. <laughs> it's been a decade, but I am a fan of those. I, I think I'm, I'm in the minority not loving peppermint and chocolate together. I don't think yeah, minority. You know, there's definitely, I, I think there's people that like it and there's people that absolutely hate it. They think, yeah, toothpaste is what they think Do of. Do you like black licorice? Um, nope, not a black licorice okay. person. I was there's wondering like if it was the complete opposite. There's very yes. few things, but we've hit most of them. I don't like tiramisu either. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah, creme brulee. Like, they make a good one, too. Trader Joe's, I feel like, has that tiramisu thing that's pretty good. Yeah, so that's in the frozen section, too. Right. Um, my best friend and I used to shop, like, together every Wednesday night to do a Trader Joe's run, and she's, like, the best dessert finder. So she'll find things in that frozen section where it's, like, I have I've walked by this a hundred times, and that's what's right. so great about Trader Joe's. And there's this a peanut butter and jelly blondie brownie that's like in oh. the oh my god, so I've heard about them. So I'm interested. I love peanut butter and jelly. You eat the little snack ones with the stick. Oh, uh, that's one of my definite favorites for snacks. Chef is they're like peanut butter, like crisp, like sticks, okay. and you dip them like you dip them in the jelly. It's like a peanut butter and jelly, but it looks like. A Dunkaroo? Now, what am I thinking of? Uh, the ones yeah, where it's like the where the yeah. breadsticks that you dip in the cheese? Like the cracker in the cheese and the red Cracker in the cheese dip? It, this yeah. is peanut butter dipped into jelly. Wow. It's so good. And I what mean, about I, the licorice, Bear? Where's that from? 
It says it's New Zealand. New Zealand yeah. strawberry licorice shop. The strawberry one. I'm like allergic to strawberries, but luckily oh. there's like, but no, no, no. There's like not enough in it to make my throat hurt. And oh, it's, it's like strawberry flavoring, not yeah, actual it's strawberries. It's the greatest licorice ever. And oh. I love red vines, but I'll never eat them again. The I'm a Trader fan of my licorice. I might have to go try. God, these, need to go these again. are next level. The problem level. is the weekends is when I would go grocery shopping, yeah. and it's just even with the even with the the line, it's not terrible, but it's it's a bit too much. I can get in and out of giant. Well, I'm so happy you've been, but I, in a way, before tonight's episode, I kind of wanted to go and get you like our favorite things, <laughs> which I mean, I'll have to still do for you. I'll be back. I just need a solid like Tuesday where I'm not working one morning. Yeah, it is better to go during the week. Really sure. enjoy it by myself and just soak yeah, it in. And you can look at things and and, yeah, and right before closing easy. too is a great time because they're open till nine and it's oh, like okay. really quiet after seven seven thirty. Like yeah. take your time at that point. I don't hate that idea. Yeah. Okay, no, that's not a bad idea. Yeah, I'll definitely make it there again. Um, I, I was, you know, I was sold. Uh, absolutely. I'm just a creature of habit. So yeah. You are a creature Something of habit. Something Abby said before about the art that reminds me, um, you know, I go now if I'm like visiting somewhere where I have a friend or a connection, like I'll invite them to shop the store with me. Also like share good ideas for products and things I've never noticed before, recipes. When I'll go to a store with someone who's been to that store 300 times, I will point out or make them notice art that they've never noticed before. And I was shopping with a friend on Long Island, not at her home store, just like a different Long Island store. And I was like, what do you know about this place? And she's like, that's where I got married. She's like, I cannot believe that that's in like above my produce section. I've shopped here hundreds of times. I've never looked up and been like, that was my wedding venue. Because people don't look at the art. That's I, need to, I need to go and absorb all the art. That's yeah, like, I feel like I'm going to be on super lookout on my next Trader Joe's trip looking for the art on the walls. And there's lots of humor. And while you're searching for things, every store also has a hidden plastic lobster. I somewhere. heard that. And most Have you ever stores, found it? Um, yeah, I've seen them in a lot of places. Like, I don't know if they move around, but they definitely also, a lot of stores have a, like, stuffed animal mascot that will move around. And kids can earn a lollipop if they say, I found. Oh, I found, like, I found oh some. I feel like I heard a kid say that. that before once at the media one. Like, I found it, and they gave him the stickers. Oh, and you can ask for stickers, too. Yes. Right? I saw a woman, like, was real psyched. She's like, do you have stickers? And they were like, Yes. She was like, yes. And they pull off a big strand and they give them a bunch of stickers. What's the deal with that? Are there like special stickers for all the stores too? Yeah. Um, no, not by store, but by holiday season, oh, okay. like different things around. Um, and they just, they have cute designs that change all the time. So I know there's definitely like sticker collectors out there. Huh. Yeah. I, I did not like... have the stickers or the lobster. <laughs> well, you learn I mean, something new every day, you know? We always learn something on this podcast and that's why we like doing it. But yeah. I appreciate you coming and hanging out with us Pam for sure um, and we're talking everything Trader Joe's and we'll definitely you know post the links and if people want to see some of the cool places that you've been and, and watch your journey as you travel across America to visit every Trader Joe's um, they could definitely hear a little bit here on, on this show so it was awesome with you coming to hang out I think we got to get an awkward selfie bear yeah I want to take one too I'll put you guys up on my account you're actually cool. at 27% of all Trader Joe's stores. I did the math. Ooh, oh, chef. Nice. Stats there. Oh, no, so there. I think more, almost half of the stores are in California and I still have not seen 
a single store in California. So You're going to do a nice wow. road trip, I imagine, at some point down yeah. the road. I'll just relocate Shush. there. For- You're going to need to stop in some Trader Joe's, I feel like, on your road trip now and yeah. report back. Yeah, I can do that. I can do that. Carl's out of beer. I think I got one. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, so actually my second I just poured it. Denver, uh, we're out in like the mountains and I googled like grocery store and the only one anywhere close by is Trader Joe's. It's 30 minutes away. So the whole month of October I will be Trader Joeing it up. Good. Which yeah. Also I imagine with Kim she's going to want to go to every Trader Joe's that we can go to. <laughs> Between that and Aldi like that's all she shops at now. So Do you know the connection between Aldi and Trader They're Joe's? Same owner, right? Or were they purchased or? It's like, so apparently Aldi in Germany was owned by a grandfather, like a dad who left the grocery store to his two sons and they disagreed on whether to serve alcohol or not. So they split the brand into Aldi North, which sold alcohol and Aldi South, which didn't. And as they've come over to America, the one that sold alcohol purchased Trader Joe's kind of secret. It's like not very clear. Oh. And then the one... Aldi South is the one that's opening under the Aldi name in America. Wow. So are connected, maybe same parent company, like Deep Deep Roots, but they definitely have that same idea of like streamlining what products are offered, having the rotating section of things, um, yeah. just pleasant shopping experience. <laughs> I've heard a lot of people enjoy Aldi as well, and more so yeah. in the last couple of years or so too, so maybe that has a connection with it too. I went to give it a try because the Poconos where I go to camp like doesn't mm-hmm. have an, a Trader Joe's yet. So this summer I was like, okay, I'm going to try Aldi. I just didn't, I couldn't get down with the fact that like there were, you know, sneakers for sale in the middle aisle. Like it wasn't. <laughs> and, and bring your own bags because you're right. in big trouble if you don't. You quarter for a cart too. Yeah. Is that what it is? Really? Was, well, it's like you put a quarter in and then you get the quarter back. It was a weird experience. And I'm very stressed in there. Uh, Kim's trying to get – she's got me in a half dozen times, and I am stressed every time we're in an Aldi. The one time I'm in Trader Joe's, I was like, this is great. Yeah, all the <laughs> fake brands at Aldi really threw me off too. Yeah. I'm like, these aren't Nature Valley granola bars, but, like, they look exactly the same. Like, yeah. the package, everything. It just – I don't know. It just made me feel like I was, like, buying knockoffs. Yeah, now, getting, like, vegetables great. and stuff, like, real quick, go on a vegetable run, I don't hate it, but that's about it. Produce is, yeah, I feel like the produce, we love going to, uh, like, junctions, like, little, yeah. like, places for produce. That, they also have really cheap wine as well. Yeah. Pam, do you know how Trader Joe's decides to, like, open in new areas? Um, well, it is, it is definitely... Um, you know, requested by people. So people start campaigns. There's actually wow. um, somebody who I know, her cousin, like in Denver, trying to like push for a store, made a big like YouTube music video that kind of caught on attention. Oh my gosh. <laughs> so she was like camping out at like a location that she thought would have been good for them to open. So um, yeah, people definitely start petitions and push and you can, there's a whole section of the website where you can request Trader Joe's, <laughs> but they're looking for like a certain type of income in the area and right. you know there's there's a little pushback on the brand right now that like they should be going to more lower income areas because they have these great values and they can provide right. fresh fruit in areas that are deserts right now but. yeah because you know you know Conchahawken obviously and for like the last couple of years that late lighter parker furniture store 
was out right Oh, my God. We wanted that so bad to be like a Trader a little Joe's. Rally in Conchi to get a Trader Joe's there, and I don't ever know what happened. You know, we're talking about stuff where nudies is. Nudies. Yeah. Yeah, could you imagine if that was a Trader Joe's? I'd lose my – we'd never – be pretty, pretty cool. Just, I think uh, it's something That might be part of it. I don't know. That would be the dream, though, yeah, to get it there. I mean, you guys are in kind of a little bit of an area that doesn't have one. Like Plymouth Meeting, my office, same thing. It's like, why don't we have one? We have, like – like, They're all, like, 20 minutes away. Yeah. <laughs> I, but that's why but that's why I think you will get one. I think like Lafayette Hill Contra Hawkins will get one because yeah. because there isn't one close right now, you know. Right. You would think we'd be a great market. Yeah, well they have well, some of those yeah, some of those I other make a YouTube video. Yeah, we should. Like but they have that other there's a couple of those other smaller supermarkets, like in that Lafayette Hill, don't they have one right by the boot? Yeah. Like that's a private supermarket like yeah. just one. And yeah. then there's that weird one in Bluebell, like Daniels or McCafferty's. Uh, which is like its own like supermarket, like a family-owned one. I know this is off topic, but I'm still thrown off that Trader Joe's has its own podcast. That, that's oh, shop, it's serious, and it's really well done. You got to listen. That's why I listen. So when we were when we were prepping for the episode, I watched a documentary and I listened to a couple Trader Joe's episodes. And like again, shop, the level of excitement for the grocery store is just the detail that they're discussing the products, how excited they are when things are coming out. I can only imagine. It's like you like want to go to Trader Joe's as soon as you're done watching. Yeah. yeah. And the Trader, the two episodes I'd recommend for you because you're into like the staff side of it, they talk about their hiring process and how they right. just, they have a whole episode just about like what they're looking for in employees. They feel like I can teach you how to put, you know, food on shelves, but I can't teach you how to just be a happy, nice person. Yeah. So, like, no, no, no doubt. I mean, and, just that culture. I mean, all the way to the fact that they have a podcast where they're talking about the culture of their company and how they, <laughs> it's mind boggling. You do yeah. not get that in corporate America. In they have, they don't have to market. Called, they yeah. have an episode called Trader Joe's University and it's all about the training program to like promote from within, from their ranks and, you know, giving people like these awesome leadership opportunities opportunities totally inspired me for like camp and I don't know wow. I just, you take so much away from it they're amazing yeah they're very <laughs> fun too yeah I love that you're a camp uh, runner that's like that was a cool added bonus I feel like to the beginning of this <laughs> yeah. session but I like to say you can't spell camp without Pam so that was uh, <laughs> there you go. and I said too you sounded like a Pam I said she sounds like a Pam when she answered <laughs> the phone I don't know what I thought a Pam was going to sound like but when I picked it up she was like, hey, Carl. I was like, hey, Pam. And it sounded very normal. But. I'm going to say your baseline is Pam from The Office. And that's that's good probably it. Yeah, yeah, that's definitely it. All right. Early Moss is up to you, Abby and Cobb. <laughs> and, um, yeah, it was so fun to meet you guys. Maybe I'll see you, like, IRL. Around. Yeah, I was going to yeah, say. Yeah, we're, we need to go shop Trudeau's together. <laughs> we made it to the end of another episode of the Be Easy Podcast. We hope you enjoyed this session as much as we did. Did, please make sure to share it with your friends so we can get the Beezy message out to the world. If you're on Instagram or Facebook, check us out there. And as always, please leave us a review. If you're interested in joining the show, shoot us a DM or email us at beezypod at gmail.com. Until we meet again, let the good vibes flow and be easy.